How y'all doing? It is Wednesday, August 10th, 2022 AD, 9.01 AM U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And we're going to have a fun Wednesday show, perhaps a loosey-goosey one maybe? What do you think about that? Going to talk about Nancy Mace. I've been wanting to talk about her for days. And Nancy Mace is a so-called Republican woman. And I've covered her talking about various things. Can be kind of hit and miss as a Republican woman. But uh, she, I think, is kind of a Trump hater. And she runs her mouth about things that she should not even speak about. And uh, so, so phony. Women in politics makes me want to spit. Am I right? And this white coach, I've been meaning to get to him, who resigned over a word. And he's like a long time, quite capable, well-loved, well-respected white coach. Ridiculous. Uh, and he resigned himself. He lynched himself. Shameful. And the people are split because the people are, well, the people who are agreeing with him resigning or agreeing that, oh, you shouldn't say such and such word, whatever word it was. Some speculate that it was the N-word. I'm sorry, I thought this was America, right? It's not America. And they're all bragging, the feminists are all bragging that there's a man, a so-called man, who's supporting the, ooh, the vice president woman, the so-called vice president, cackling Kamala Harris. How embarrassing. Really, really embarrassing. Makes you cringe, makes your whole body cringe so much. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. So, how y'all doing? I am fine. I am wearing my Vegas t-shirt. Las Vegas. I like to go to Vegas. I like the lights. And I like going on even further to, like, Willow Beach, Arizona. And then coming back and having some pizza. Or buffet or whatever. <laughs> Willow Beach, Arizona, where they... It's not a beach, but they call it a beach. It has a beach. But it's a... Uh, down in the canyon, very hot at this time of year. Very, very hot. Willow Beach, even hotter than Las Vegas. Let me tell you how hot it is right now in Willow Beach, Arizona at 9.04 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, because in Arizona they do Mountain Standard. It's 85 years old. Oh, it's only going to be 103. Okay. Wow. Is it getting cooler? Yeah, it's only in the, in the low 100s this week and next week. Um... Yeah, usually it's like 110, 112, 113, 118, 118 degrees. And it doesn't get that cool over there either, by the way. Um, 
talking about Willow Beach, Arizona, just an hour outside of Vegas. Low 83, so at night, you're like warm, sleeping under the stars. I was camped there one time, one like 4th of July, like 2014 or so. And it was like, it barely got down below 90. <laughs> or something like that. Anyway. Um, sleeping under the stars on like a tarp or a shower, shower curtain, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, Las Vegas. So this is not available on the Hake Report Teespring store, but you can find t-shirts available there. Also t-shirts available at rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Or Get a Job, Get, get a Job also has stuff, because I constantly have a sticker. People think I'm Get a Job, I'm not. Teespring.com slash stores slash Get a Job, I believe. Shout out Get a Job. He's on Jesse Lee Peterson's Savage Moments Part 87 came out yesterday. Hat tip to get a job, making it, helping spread, spread the word. JLP's message spreading, people laugh about it, and then, the, but they also catch, there's some depth in those Jesse Lee Peterson Savage Moments, and then it, it draws them in, and they listen to Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, and a radio show in the Fallen State, and realize, hey, there's some real truth, real life, good advice. So, uh, very nice, very nice. Uh, let me get right to this story with Na- Nancy Mace. I've been needing to get it out. Uh, Nancy Mace, I've gone after her once or twice at least before. I believe twice. This is from Real Clear Politics. South Carolina GOP representative, uh, Nikki Haley. I'm just curious. Former governor of South Carolina. What is wrong with you, South Carolina? The beautiful South. Man, shaking my head. Seriously, shaking my head. (sighs) I know I'm one to talk here in California. (laughs) But come on, we expect better of you. Sorry, Jesse, I just slammed your table. Hopefully I didn't mess anything up. Hopefully I didn't mess up any uh, superconductors, semiconductors. Uh, Nancy Mace's Handmaid's Tale was not supposed to be a road map. This evil woman, with her cringy reference to pop culture. I'll tell you about Handmaid's Tale in a second. Let me play this clip 14. She went on a Sunday show. Meet the Press is what? Meet the Press. It's a Sunday show... Um, related to, what, CBS or NBC or ABC or something like that? I think it's NBC. It's Yeah, NBC with Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd. The, this is like a host, right? Oh, my gosh, that guy. <laughs> Chuck Todd. He's the host of NBC, Far Left Enemies of America, NBC's Meet the Press. He's the one who... He cleared out his whole schedule to be like, Oh, I'm sorry, Hillary Clinton's uh, assistant woman. I'm sorry you didn't like our coverage of Hillary Clinton. When can we meet? I can, I'm free any time today. Or something like that. That was in the WikiLeaks uh, leak of the media collusion. Collusion, perhaps? Could you call it a collusion? To uh, support Hillary over Trump and over... That evil guy, Bernie Sanders. Hillary's more evil, perhaps. Anyway, this is 
rhino female representative Nancy Mace, a so-called Republican of South Carolina, beautiful South. We love the South. We have our beautiful rebel flag, Southern flag. That evil Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina, removed this flag from the Capitol grounds. What is it, Charleston, South Carolina, something like that? Dude. So here's Nancy Mace running her... Sorry, kids. I was about to say big dumb mouth. Uh, about her concerns about the privacy for so-called rape victims. And people, people seeking abortions. Females seeking abortions. NBC pretends this other than females can seek abortions, right? As state legislators seek to implement new laws after the fall of the disgraceful Roe v. Wade, 1973 thing that pretended that there's a right to privacy that allows a woman to kill the baby in the womb, right? Handmaid's Tale is not supposed to be the roadmap. Here's, here's this evil woman, Nancy Mace, talking to this evil grown adult male who's a liberal, Chuck Todd, from mainstream media. Listen to this. I think that Congress, because Roe v. Wade was overturned, that we do have an opportunity here to work together to ensure that um, that those things don't take place. And you can do that at the federal level with legislation, but in this particular issue, it's going to take Republicans and Democrats working together to get it in a place where you can do it in a bicameral fashion, in a bipartisan fashion, and pass legislation. And I think you can look at gestational limits that are yeah. reasonable for most Americans. Um, but also, you've got, and one of my concerns is you've got states that uh, are going to try to ban women from traveling, that don't, that if you're raped, that you've got to report it to the police. Well, I was raped when I was 16. And it took me a week to tell my mother. By that time, any evidence would have been gone. Um, and the, the violation of a woman's privacy, I can't tell you how traumatic that event was in my life. In my own home state, they want women to be required and mandated to report yeah. uh, when they are raped. Yeah. And I just can't even imagine a world where you're a girl, a teenage girl who's been raped, to have to report those things. And, you know, Handmaid's Tale was not supposed to be a roadmap, right? Yeah. Um, this <laughs> is a place where we can, be, we can be in the center, we can protect life, and we can protect uh, where people are on both sides of the aisle. And so it's important to take that perspective, and that's the perspective that Congress but, should have yeah. on everything that we do. But as you know, we're just so divided. What an evil woman, huh? That's supposed to be a Republican trying to play both sides of the fence. Typical woman, right? Trying to be like, we can protect life and we can protect where people are on both sides of the aisle. What are you talking about? You can only do one. You can only do one. You can protect life or you can protect people's fake egos. This woman, 44-year-old Nancy Ruth Mace, born 1977 in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And she's... Sort of man, that's supposed to be a Republican, yeah. She claims to have been raped, and she's like, go out there talking about, oh, I was raped at 16 and stuff like that. She's married and divorced and remarried. Married in 1999, divorced 2002, Chris Nymaic, and then remarried to Curtis Jackson. Not to be confused with that 50 cent rapper guy. I don't think she married a, I don't know, she did not marry a black. She married this guy who looks, I don't know if she's a Christian or where her kids are from, if she had the kids with the first guy or the second or what. Wait a minute. 
Is she divorced again to Curtis Jackson? Being raped should preclude you from holding office. Being a woman, to be honest. Especially if you haven't gotten over it, says Nick. Yeah. Wow, what? Hold on. Hey, now, hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, why? I was wondering why she has her maiden name. Wow, she has an ex-husband already. Two ex-husbands. First of all, let's make clear, says GlamCelebs.com, <laughs> that Nancy's ex-husband is not American rapper 50 Cent, the black dude. Few people get confused with 50 Cent and Nancy's former husband as they both have the same name. <laughs> Married technology officer Curtis Jackson in the year 2004 and uh, divorced in 2019 after like 15 years. So she's married and divorced twice. Two children. Oh, I remember. And she's a single mother. Or was a single mother. Is a single mother. 15 years. I think, he's, I think the kids are still underage. Leftists who are digging dirt for all the way back to my teenage years seem willing to stoop to any level to hurt me and my family, she says. In an, said in an article. Anyway, this woman... Mentioned Handmaid's Tale, and then I will get to your super chats, I mean your calls, guys. You can call in 888-775-3773. What is Handmaid's Tale? I gathered that it was this feminist TV show. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Feminist TV series. I looked on handy-dandy evil Wikipedia. Far left. Enemies of America calls it an American dystopian television series. Meaning, uh, fake. Fake, but supposed to be scary. We have worse going on right now, present day. Present day. Created by Bruce Miller, based on the 1985 novel by the same name by Canadian author Margaret Atwood. I have a photograph of her. Margaret Atwood. She is... This Margaret Atwood author lady, I don't know, doesn't seem like a Christian, I'm not sure. Look at her. She looks like a witch. (laughs) I'm not a witch, I'm your wife. Crazy, huh? Look at her. Yikes. She looks nice. Nice smile, I guess, right? I'm not going to say that she's mildly attractive. It's nice that she's smiling, but that's a scary smile, scary woman, especially knowing what she wrote. 1985 book, Handmaid's Tale. Uh, she claims this woman, this woman looks like a witch, right? And she claims that the 17th century witchcraft lynching survivor Mary Webster, whoever that is, is a, uh, her ancestor. So she's a descendant of a witch, alleged, alleged witch, survivor. <laughs> Crazy, huh? A witch lynching? I th- weren't there trials? Of these witches? What do they mean, witch lynching? A lynching is, is a killing without a trial or some type of extrajudicial thing, right? Meaning without any trial. Weren't there the witch trials? So they were tried, okay? So that's not a lynching, I don't think. But I don't know what happened with Mary Webster specifically. But this woman is the one who's behind the so-called handmaid's tale. And in America, you'll see these cringy... Dumb, silly women 
dressed up in these red dress things with a white bonnet, and they will be, like, protesting in favor of baby killing. Saying, you're forcing us, we're slaves, to, uh, you're forcing us to carry a pregnancy. Nobody forced you to, look, look, this is a scene from, like, the show. Really gross, huh? Vulgar. By evil people. This is from the Los Angeles slimes. They did this fawning article about season two back in, like, 2018 or so. It came out during the Trump administration. Trump is gonna turn us into Handmaid's Tale. This fawning article in the Los Angeles slimes. Bruce Miller leads the Handmaid's Tale. Bruce Miller's a male. Male feminist, apparently. Fat, by the way, but seems nice. Aren't they all? Nice is evil. Uh, Bruce Miller leads Handmaid's Tale into new territory. The closing reads, this is an unflinching examination of a patriarchal nightmare. Theocratic, meaning God, God runs the show. <laughs> or people's idea of God, right? Runs the show. And the growing resistance to it, a portrayal that has drawn comparisons to the current momentum of the hashtag MeToo movement. Me Too, in which the women and gays are lynching and smearing men and males. I wish it wasn't relevant at all, says this Bruce Miller male. Blessed be the wish, writes this Yvonne Villarreal, Villarreal, writer for the Los Angeles Slimes. Blessed, blessed be the wish. Be quiet, Yvonne. You make me cringe and want to spit, Yvonne Villarreal. A black writer, by the way, not all liberals like this show. There's a black writer for The Root who doesn't like Handmaid's Tale. I just searched real quick. She doesn't like these Handmaid's Tale-inspired protests because The Handmaid's Tale is in real life because it's, all, it's a white show. <laughs> Can we talk about Handmaid's Tale protests? Writes... This Jessica Washington woman. The Root is a far-left, uh, what is it, NBC affiliate or ABC affiliate? It's basically affirmative action, uh, so-called news and, and analysis outlet for black people. The Root. You may have heard of it. I only heard of it because of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, because somebody, one of my people who trained me said, oh, you may want to check out The Root for, uh, finding guests <laughs> These dumb people want to get a name for themselves. Embarrassing. Is there anything else to say about this Nancy Mace and, uh, and Margaret Atwood and Handmaid's Tale? Look at this Bruce Miller guy. He's old. He's fat. Sorry, Bruce Miller. I'm not sorry, but... The Margaret Atwood lady liked him. Margaret Atwood, the witchy-looking, witchy woman, <laughs> witch-looking lady. They were looking for a female showrunner wisely, this Bruce Miller guy said in the L.A. Slimes article. And I was completely on their side. <laughs> I, I waited patiently. If they had succeeded, I would have tried to get on the show in any capacity. Because this guy read The Handmaid's Tale a year after it came out when he was in college. This male feminist. And I understand people get fat, I know, or it's, but anyway. 
when I finally went in and talked to them, I talked about the show that I thought we could make, and we were excited. But they were excited by it. I had thirty years to think about it because he read the book <laughs> in college. Oh, ugh. we had a few earlier goes with other people. This Margaret Atwood woman, because they like kissed up to her, bowed down to her. Bruce's. Uh, view was very strong, very cinematic. It got us right into the story and it seemed to be respecting the parameters of the book. I worked in film and television in the 70s quite a, book, quite a bit and I worked with men a lot because it was mostly was men. They're individuals. <laughs> All of a sudden she's being an indiv- individual when she has to work with a man to make this feminist TV show. It took a man to make a quality feminist TV show. <laughs> anyway. Some, some of them I worked very well with, and others not so well with. And Bruce is an individual who I can work well with, meaning a man. Look at this evil woman who stars in this show. Is this blonde lady? With dark roots, but it's okay. Elizabeth Moss. And it's all bloody and gross. Anyway, that's the scary hand. Show one, show one more. Look, so, sorry kids, it's vulgar. Uh, show Margaret Atwood one more time. This is the woman that, uh, evil Nancy Mace, who's supposed to be a Republican, is bowing down to her ideas. Doesn't even look like a normal white or Christian lady. Anyway, that's that. I'm gonna cover women in politics. More of women in politics. A lot of women in politics mess. Uh, let me get to... Shane, though, in Newfoundland, Canada, on the line. Shane, how are you doing? All is well. Happy Male History Month. How are you? Happy Men's History Month, indeed. I'm fine, thank you. That's good. I just I got a couple jot notes here, but between that Margaret Atwood lady the Nancy, and the Nancy lady in the Handsmaid Tale. Uh-huh. Like, like, I, I was listening to Nancy woman, and that's what made me call in. She's just like, yeah, man, women shouldn't have to report these crimes. It's just like, well, how are they supposed to go report it? We're supposed to just, like, I know. beam in on telepathy and just telepathically read your mind that you've been raped? Yeah, exactly. An evil woman's going to say, oh, I was raped, therefore let me kill my baby. It's not a reason to kill a baby just because you've been no, so-called raped. Two, two wrongs don't make a right, but then... Exactly. It, 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 and then if something like that did happen to you, yeah. and she, she doesn't want people to report it, it's just like, well, then how are we supposed to bring people to justice? Yep. That's women thinking. They don't believe, they don't believe in logic. They believe in yep. intellectualizing and rationalizing. I've Which argued with a bunch of liberals before that w- women are l- less logical, and then yeah. they're like, I've seen studies that show women arrive at their decision oh, they always just as rational as men. They, threw they always got to study, don't they? Yeah, rationalizing. Rationalizing is not logical. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you can sit down and squat on your tum and rotate all you want and talk to yourself all day in all kinds of intellectual language. Right. Convince yourself to do anything. Yep. But it Very doesn't true. mean it's logical. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, that leads to my next point, like the handmade tale. That's yeah. so scary to women because <laughs> within that, like from what I've seen, Women just have, they're, they're made to produce, so they have to live in the truth and do what, like, biological essentialism, actually be women. Uh-huh. I know, huh? <laughs> yeah, people were so, saying that it's a, somebody in the chat called it a, a rape fantasy, which is something well, that they that I hear hmm? that a lot of these degenerate women are into. 
yes, we'll look at Twilight or Fifty Shades of Grey or all yeah. that. It's all the same crap. They just they want to be pinned down and made to do it and then complain about it later. Right. Yeah. And then that old lady, she like, and you said she's related to a witch or something from like a witch trial or whatever down there. Yeah, according and to course, her. It, Yep. Of course, she has to be Canadian too, and she looks like she got the physiognomy of like somebody who's there to stir the pot, destroy society, and just like yeah, be evil. I noticed like she got that. I noticed that. Hmm? I noticed yeah. that too. Go ahead. Like she got the physiognomy of like somebody who's completely evil and dead on the inside, and she's giving you that smile and face so she can lie to you easier. Yeah, but it just looks evil. Right. Margaret right. Atwood. And then. Like, even back in the day, like, yeah, the witch trials and stuff were kind of messed up or whatever, but I can see it being just crazy, psychotic women going around telling lies about people, and then everybody coming to the truth and being like, oh, she was stirring the pot and getting us all to go against each other. Let's burn her. Wow. Is what I, I know it, times were tougher back then. I may read a little bit about this Emmett Till story again. Uh, Kevin Howe's like, what, what happened to Emmett Till again, Jake? <laughs> because I tell it, like, every other day. <laughs> And, yeah. uh, and that's the same type of thing, like, times were tougher back then, and people took tougher mes- measures, and uh, the consequences of actions were more meaningful. Like, if somebody robbed a cow from you, your family could starve. You know, there were different times where times were strained. You had to be manlier and tougher and take strong action back then, and men were more, less emotional and le- and really less merciful in some ways, but we're well, merciful yeah. to like a sh- to to a great detriment uh, to ourselves and everyone everyone else. Where this is yeah, not because- God's mercy that that people are showing nowadays. They have it's Satan's mercy. Men have been taught for the past hundred years or so to squat on their thumbs and talk to themselves and internalize all this crap, like women have been doing for centuries. Right and. Instead of becoming men of action anymore, we just got a bunch of weak, limp-wristed fellows who were just squat on their hand. Yeah. All right? And then, even with the Emmett Till stuff, like, one one of my favorite American books I had to read in high school and stuff, you probably read it too, is To Kill a Mockingbird, right? I read that, And all yeah. that's about some evil, evil white girl telling lies about people to get them strung up. Wow. All right? It, it, it's funny how, and that was written by a white woman from the South. It's funny how all these women, they tell the truth through their fiction, and then they just continue to lie in real life. Harper Lee. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I I guess I forgot that it was, Harper Lee is a woman? Yep. She's an old white woman from the South. Wow. She tried to to come out years later and be like, oh, I wrote a sequel to, um, to To Kill a Mockingbird, where Atticus Finch attends a Klan rally, so he's a Klan member now. It's just like, no, that's, it's so antithetical to the character you constructed in the first book. Right. And even if and even if he went to that rally, it's just like he'd probably be there to be like, let's see what all this is about and what's making people so angry. Very true. And, because we're not, I don't think that we're told the truth about, we're just, we're turned into a, uh, we have, we have, we're fed this caricature of the clan, the clan, the clan, where they're a huge boogeyman. To this day, people are referencing the clan as if they, they, probably hardly exist today, but people are still referencing them because they don't want to point out the true evil happening today, like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Yeah, they'd rather point fingers and go, what about this, what about that, and what about stuff in the past? That's why you got American blacks and stuff 
going on with the BLMing and the the reparations and crap. Yeah. Uh, another thing I learned growing up around the same time that I read that book in high school or in middle school or whatever, seventh grade, uh, we also did like a whole part of the year and how Canada was so great. It's where the end of the Underground Railroad was. It's where where all the black slaves came to be free when America was having its hard times and stuff like that. And now I grow up twenty or thirty years later, and now we got BLM in our streets and our prime minister is kissing their toes and stuff. It's just like no, like you, that that has nothing to do here. That's an American thing, if anything. Right. I'm sorry for the rant. <laughs> no, you're fine, man. It's true. No, but it's just like I don't, I I don't understand why people are just so strung up about past stuff that they should be moving on from. Yeah, seriously. I think it's just an excuse to, since the past is debatable, you know, it's a communist way to do things is to get people, push people back on their heels, talk about something that they're not an expert expert on, and so they have some doubts, they don't know exactly what they're talking about, but they can, the communist asserts, pretend that they do know what they're talking about, and then they push their way. And so they talk, oh, yeah. constantly talk about the past and these things that are, uh, you know, all these, um, these statistics and all these things to pretend that the racism is such a problem and blacks are such victims and whites are such perpetrators and whites are all benefiting from this imaginary systemic racism and stuff. And it's a smear well, upon common sense. It's wasn't shameful. it the Bolsheviks or something over in Russia? They were just like, how do we infiltrate America? Oh, make it about a race issue instead of a class issue. Right. Yep. Right. And then they constructed the word racism. Yeah. Right. They invented that, and then the communists were, "Oh, they're racist. They're racist. They're racist." And there's all this to deconstruct society and turn neighbor against neighbor. Yeah. Because then instead of the neighbors talking to one another, they just go in turn on the idiot box, and the idiot box tells them, "Oh, your neighbor hates you because they might believe this, or they might support Trump." Or this, that, or the other thing. Instead of just going out and having a reasonable talk, share a beer or a drink, or stand around the fire or whatever, or a hot dog, and talk to people. Yeah. Right? Like, I got a landlady. She never, never leaves her house, right? And she just, like, she got medical conditions or whatever where she's in pain and stuff. She brainwashed by the CNN and stuff. Wow. What a shame. Yeah. Is crazy, but even my own grandmother, like I used to tell grandmother, like I don't go ha- having arguments or debates with landlady. We just talk some mind to each other and we're respectful to one another, right? Nice. But when it comes to my own family and stuff, like I'll be talking to grandmother or whatever, and grandmother's just like, oh, we got the old COVID again now. It's just like, no, you know, you just got a <laughs> flu by it's flu season. Yeah. What the TV told me is like, TV don't tell you shit, man. Oh, keep so, it clean, buddy. But yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. No problem. I, I, I didn't mean that. But, uh, yeah, it's just it's hard they, trying to talk to him. They love scaring old ladies and and females and female-minded liberals males. It's true. Oh, yeah, it's all about scaring people and it's making them people are people are so dumb they don't even realize that they're that they're bound in fear. I know. Yep. Well, thank you, Shane. It's great to hear from you, man. Appreciate you. No, no problem. Thanks, and sorry for saying this word. Oh, <laughs> no worries. We just for the benefit of the kids and their parents. We like to keep it clean, man. Take care. I know. Take care, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, Art in Ohio is on the line, guys. Art, how are you doing, man? 
hey, man, you better stop playing with me, man. Hey, why are you playing so much? <laughs> what do you mean? Why are you out there pump faking like that, man? Pump faking? I you, yeah, pump faking like, man, get a job. Or he's crawling the... F- nah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> but, but, uh... Melvy Mel, if you uh if you uh check in right now, Melvy Mel, we got you one today. All right, so who was this white lady you talking about? Alleged Rhino Republican? Nancy Mace. She's a what is she a rep- representative? Yeah, out of South Carolina. Embarrassing woman. Is she related to uh Mays from Dayton? Oh, she may be. Mays does have white family members. I don't know. That could be completely out of left field. But uh, why do you ask? I don't know, because she sound awfully dang gone liberal talking about she <laughs> waited. And she, I bet she probably got about 50% of black in her blood, because that, that move that she uh, pulled sound awfully uh, Negro-ish. Now I ain't no modern day Negrodomus or nothing, but you waiting a week to waiting a week to come and say that you was raped. That sounds like that's a, a parental issue. It sounds like your mommy or your daddy didn't tell you if somebody touched you on your peepee or your butt to uh, come tell me. You know what I mean? I, that ain't no, I do. That ain't no. That ain't no different than somebody sitting there saying I was kidnapped for thirty years and I was going to going to shop at Kroger's with my kidnapper. And it's like, well, hold up. How was you kidnapped in the United States where there's police stations all over counties, countries, states, let alone females, have all this free housing that you get, they give to these so-called alleged victims of violence? But you've been, you've been kidnapped for 30-something uh, years, but you want me to believe that you, the, you weren't able to pull yourself, pick yourself up, and leave. About it. What I'm saying with, about that, that Republican rhino chick is that... Uh, the Republicans need to go ahead and get go ahead and trade her on over there with the Democrats. She can be over there with her, her, her niece, her aunt Mays from Dayton, <laughs> and uh, her uh, her uh, nephew Melvin from wherever he's from. She can go. He can, she can go over there with that liberal nonsense over there because shit, no female. If you was right, you need as soon as you uh, get done getting raped. I don't care what you feel. You need to go report it because right. females like that that so called Republican. We know she's not no Republican. Ain't nothing she just said. Was conservative. If you don't, if ain't nobody telling you to uh, go and report the uh, stuff as soon as it happens, uh, young ladies and sweeties out here, and you liberal uh, Democratic females, uh, they don't like you. They're lying to you. If somebody. Don't tell you to go report something as soon as it happens. They're lying to you. They're being deceitful. They want the worst for you. So That's a good point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And the and the uh, Republican lady. Uh, She's she talk about something that she should be ashamed. She right. she's shameless. She she's not even shameful for saying some of the saying that stupid stuff that she just said. That was something that you was you weren't supposed to say. That wasn't good because you exposed your community to a, a so called rapist because you didn't go and report it as soon as it was done. Yeah. No, you're not supposed you, to talk about that stuff. That's like people. People look at you differently after saying that you've been victimized in some way or whatever. You keep that information private, and you go directly to the cops about it. And I'm leery about her. People call stuff rape that is not rape nowadays. Or they call stuff... Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, Tex-Mex made a great point. I agree with Art. Rape is a horrific, violent assault. Not reporting it says a lot. 
And this woman says, oh, I was, now she's like willy-nilly saying, I was raped at 16 and I know what it did to my life. Uh, and Nick made the point, these people who are talking about it should be barred from office because it shows that they haven't gotten over it. And that shows that there's yeah. something wrong with, with their uh, mindset. She's yeah. something wrong with this woman's mind. I don't care if that's, she is a so-called a Republican. Fact. That is a fact. That's what I'm getting to. And she don't open up. This is how stupid they are. She's opening her mouth but paying her to the left like she's wanting to rape me too, victim. When you making yourself look like you dang on crazy. Instead of you being a victim, we I mean, you are the victim, but you might need some help, let alone you uh you uh uh you slow. Yeah. You applesauce kid. And I don't yeah, know what happened, because she was uh, born to a U.S. Army officer, James Emery Mace, and a school teacher, Anne Mace. 1999, which was, uh, she would have been graduating from college, I guess. She, she yeah. graduated from, with business administration and wrote some book about it a couple years later about her experience in the company of men, a woman at the Citadel, uh, the Corps of Cadets program some uh, military mm. college in South Carolina, Charleston. So this woman whoa, is whoa, like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hey, you said she around what with the military? What she is, what's going on where with the military now? She, she went to a military college with a whole bunch of men mm. and wrote a book about mm. it in, uh, in uh, 2001, like at the, mm -hmm. at the, in her early 20s. She wrote mm -hmm. a book about graduating from college for, with a uh, bunch of men, Corps of Cadets program. Getting a business huh. administration degree. I don't know, man. I think that she, you know how a lot of women get, and female-minded liberal males, get this uh, ego and, uh, what is that, what's that word, ambition to them? And they want to get all involved yeah. in politics? You, can, you mm -hmm. know them even from high school, and even before high school. They're all over-involved, wanted, wanted to be in the school this or that, the school the school president or whatever, the class president, and t that type of stuff. It sounds like this was that type of lady. The look yeah. on her face even makes her look like that type of lady. I'll drag a picture of her in the folder. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, check this out. She reminded me of my baby mother for, for some uh, for some odd reason. Her and my mom, was my baby mom wants to say that she's scared of me and allegedly I don't threaten her and this and this and this and that. Uh -huh. Well, for some odd reason... She awfully still wants to be around me. You see what I'm saying? For yeah. somebody that's so called, and and for somebody that was allegedly raped when she was 16, why the heck would you put yourself in a demographic of something that's predominantly for males, the military? Yeah. If you were a victim of, you were traumatized and was raped by a male, why in turn would you go and get in something that is for males? It don't make no sense. She a ticket time bond. And a walking lawsuit waiting to happen, or she, or she gonna end up getting somebody arrested, uh, or putting the energy out for these young females go out here making these false allegations or whatnot, and hopefully they ain't dumb like her waiting no week to go uh, get no dang old test or whatnot, uh, get uh, what's, it, what's it called evidence, which uh, all the evidence that you get from when a, a, a rape kid or whatnot, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, she uh, she full her. of stuff, but we gonna keep calling we gonna keep calling them out. Uh, uh, hey, every trip, man, they they don't like me, and they ain't gonna like you, and uh, we still rolling with Trump, man. Yeah, you know it's a shame how these young women, 
and she's relatively young, 44 years old, not that young. But they just, they turn awry and just waste their lives. So many of both men and women are, but, but uh, ladies are wasting their lives away, getting all over-involved and over-concerned with politics. She was advocating for, even at the state level, that's where she first, she said on the House floor or something like that, that she was mm-hmm. so-called raped. Uh, look, in the, st- in the speech on the state house floor, Mace revealed that she had been raped at age 16. This is in 2019. So she was successfully yeah. advocated, she successfully advocated for the inclusion of the exceptions of rape and incest for a bill, in a bill for a six-week abortion ban that passed this st- South Carolina state house. And so she pretends like she opposes abortion but doesn't believe the government has a right to tell a so-called victim of rape or incest that they don't have a right to kill the baby. So she's well, she's she's, she's a, sadly mistaken, cause sweetie, uh, uh, us men, we started uh, started the government, sweetie. Right. You really don't got uh, too much uh, say, and only say that you do have is to say that we gave gave you that that you shouldn't even really even have, cause yeah, you don't even know how to you you can't even take control of steering wheel. Yeah, so you she's talking about. Well, she's she's staying miserable and she's spreading misery. And this is Thanks. a Republican. That's exactly what she's doing. Yeah. That's exactly what she's doing. Well, go ahead, Hank. I ain't going to keep you. I know you got other people. I ain't going to be uh, hard on your time. Sounds good, Art. Appreciate you, man. Happy Men's History Month to you. You too. Thank you. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get to more of your calls, guys. That's misguided Nancy Mace. What a shame. Terrible. Should we talk more about women in politics? <laughs> Let's go ahead and do this before I get back to calls. I will get to your calls. Hang tight, callers. But this is, there's this woman who uh, won her primary, I guess, I don't know, to be the only, there's only one U.S. representative for the state of Vermont. Vermont's another mess I inherited. <laughs> to quote Trump, Trump said, ISIS is evil. It's another mess I inherited because <laughs> Obama didn't deal with ISIS. Obama funded ISIS. Obama and Hillary are the co-founders of ISIS, according to Donald Trump. Uh, you may disagree, mainstream media, but Becca Balint, 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 whatever her name is. I have photographs of this woman. I don't think she's a Christian. Rebecca A. Balint, born May 4th, 1968. She's set to replace this guy named Welch. Another male Democrat. Well, she's not male, but look at her. Would you want her representing Vermont? What's wrong with Vermont? Vermont, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Massachusetts, all that New England stuff. Even Maine is not that great. Uh, New York, New Jersey, liberal, liberal towns. Sometimes, every now and then, they'll elect, like, a Republican. You know, like New Jersey will sometimes elect some rhino. Or Massachusetts elected Mitt Romney. (laughs) I chuckle at Mitt Romney because he's a carpetbagger. He went to uh, Utah and became a senator, exploiting the... Useful idiot Mormons who voted for him there, because he's supposed to be a Mormon. Rhino Mitt Romney. But look at this woman. Okay, so this woman is a lesbian. 
Her, let me tell you about her early life. Her grandfather was reportedly killed during the Holocaust. Her father immigrated to the United States in 1957. She was high school class of 1986. Balin graduated magna cum laude. Bachelor of Arts degree, Master's of Education from Harvard in 1995, Master's of Arts degree in uh, University of Massachusetts Amherst, later worked with the Community College of Vermont. So this woman is a college woman. Do you go to college? Psh. Psh. Reminds me of that e other evil woman from, who is it? Ma is it Massachusetts? Where's Pocahontas from? Uh... Anyway, I think Pocahontas is from Massachusetts, if I'm not mistaken. Elizabeth Warren, also probably not a Christian, but this lady's... That's a rough looking... But anyway, uh, she came out as a so-called lesbian. This is her early life, right? This Becca Balint woman, the only so-called representative, future, perhaps, if she beats the Republican. Is there a Republican running in Vermont? <laughs> been a Democrat for ages. 75-year-old Democrat male is being replaced now with this woman. 50-something-year-old Becca Balint. Get a job says that she's... Get a job said something about her that she's, like, evil or lame or something. And if get a job says that, it's, it's fact. Look at her being all important with all these papers. Look at this. Look at all these papers in front of her. She, what, she thinks she's Alex Jones or something? My competitor, who brings papers rather than computers to his packet stuff. She was a state senator from uh, Vermont. <sighs> but anyway, she came out as a so-called lesbian in the sixth grade, 1980-ish, this woman. Not a Christian. She came out formally so-called as a so-called lesbian after high school, after telling another girl she had a crush on her. Gross. And she was discriminated against with Lezzy. I wanted to read this part. That's the main reason I'm reading this part. Lezzy, L-E-Z-Z-I-E. -E, being written on her locker. <laughs> uh, why am I laughing? Uh, she, because it's funny. She moved to Vermont in 1994. She met Elizabeth Wall, W-O-H-L, not a Christian name, in 2000. Formed a so-called civil union with her. Gross. In 2004, moved to Battleboro with her in 2007, so-called married her in 2009. And this Elizabeth Wool woman is a... I'm just showing you, not Elizabeth Wool, I'm just showing you um, Becca Balint. Rebecca A. Balint. Oddly, she, Anyway, that's weird. Following the legalization of so-called same-sex marriage, which isn't real, in Vermont, the couple somehow have two children. I don't know how they have two children, but yikes, imagine. That would be a rough childhood. Everybody has a rough childhood in some form or other, right? But that is unnecessarily rough. Why are we allowing this in America? Why are you giggling, Hake? Maybe because of the lezzy being- lezzy being <laughs> written. Oh, that's bully. Discriminated against. She was discriminated against. Everybody's discriminated against. Give me a break. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, says Robert Lee. Oh, am I supposed to comment on her looks? How disrespectful. Look at her. There she is. She's being a, 
a so-called uh, state, oh, Senate Majority Leader out of, uh, <laughs> Jib Jab says, poor Leslie. Was she ever attractive? I'm sure, I guess. I don't know. But she's, she was a state uh, senator and a Senate Majority Leader, meaning she was leading the way in Vermont. What happened to New England? Why is New England so off the deep end evil? What is it about New England? And it seems like it was bad that way since, I don't know, maybe the Civil War or before the Civil War. It's certainly gotten worse over the years. Like, they're the first ones who, who, uh, their fake Christian churches went so-called same-sex friendly, welcoming, mildly attractive, says Billy Bob. <laughs> With emojis, loving emojis. Yeah, I mean, that picture's okay. But anyway, uh, what is up with New England? Ugh. Makes me want to spit. And here's another liberal woman I'll tell you about. Aren't they all liberals? (sighs) Uh, Letitia James. Letitia. Letitia. Letitia James is a black female. um, What, has she ever been married? Does she have any children? 63-year-old, Trump-hating, black female, New York, attorney general. She's the, attorney general usually means the top cop of the state. That's how they call it. It's not a real cop, but the top law enforcement official of the state, the country. The top law enforcement official is this unchristian guy with the Gollum voice. Sounds gross. Like a smoker voice, but the gross kind of smoker voice. Most smoker voices are kind of cool, like, okay. But this one is not, uh... That unchristian guy, Merrick Garland, whom unchristian Barack Obama wanted to be on the Supreme Court. But thank God we put Gorsuch instead. Thank you, President Trump. But Letitia James, despicable and deplorable, says B. Svelto. Yeah, I agree. 63-year-old black woman, previously on the city council. There she is. Even with the smile. I mean, the smile, I can appreciate a smile makes your face a little bit more pleasant. But even still, you don't need to be in the public eye. <laughs> you don't need to be in the public eye with your dressing up in an imitation blazer. Look at her right there. Previously, on, like I said, on the New York City Council, participating in so-called pride parades. That's not actual... Anything to be proud of. It's the imaginary same-sex stuff. Look at that. Oh, no. And they're celebrating her, too, with all these rainbow stuff. What is she, one of them? Is she one of them in her mind? It says New York State Attorney General Letitia James with this rainbow stuff behind it. I'm sorry. I thought we were America. But no, this this is not the American flag that they're flying. They're flying the... Radical homosexual sign, rainbow, delusional thing, false pride and false identity. Getting all caught up in perverted sex mess, sex and fake uh, 
gender mess. Shameful. And she also participated in March Against Our Lives. They say, March for Our Lives. Remember that high school? Those. I don't want to say dumb because I don't want to get my video taken down. And I don't want to be a bad example for those kids, for the actual kids. But rem- this is her at a March for Our Lives protest against the Second Amendment. Against it. Outright against the right to carry and own capable and powerful and cool guns in America. March for our- Look at all these. Behind her are all these females who are beating drums, and they're wearing these, like, uh, outfits that say March for Our Lives on them, on the, on the, in the front. And it's, like, professionally printed, corporate-made, commie capitalist uh, sign, signage and apparel. Pretending we are the people. Talk about astroturf, right? People say, oh, the Tea Party's astroturfed. And parts of it were, I guess you could say, you know, the commie capitalists infiltrated and subverted the Tea Party, and now we have a bunch of traitors in the Tea Party, and people are weak in general anyway. But look at this. This is the same thing. Worse, actually, because it's not, because the Tea Party was for the Constitution. These people are against the basic rights of the people, and this woman is the top cop of, the, of New York? It's no wonder New York is suffering. They elected this woman, I think. High schooler promoted subversion. Mainstream media supported subversion of the... She's supposed to uphold the law, and she's against it. She's violating people's rights. And she's a member of Emmanuel Baptist Church in uh, the Clinton Hill neighborhood of Brooklyn. Anybody know what that is? Shameful. Ridiculous. Terrible. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get to calls, guys. You can call in 888-775-3773. It's the same number as for JLP. I'm on his network. Thank you, Jesse Lee. Um, Ooh, I have, like, one of my favorite callers on the line. But uh, first, let me get to Daryl in Florida. Not that Daryl is not a favorite caller. I just... I don't remember him that well. Daryl in Florida, thank you for calling. Happy Men's History Month. What's up? Hey, hey. hello, James Hake. Hey, how are you? Fine, man. How are you? Doing good. Hair is looking good. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> it became a meme yeah. after some black guy said, "Best hair on the internet, James Hake," <laughs> <laughs> and then became a meme instant. Well, I mean, I can't think of any better hair on the internet, but you know. <laughs> Right. Uh, Yeah, Uh, you know, I understand I'm not one of your favorite colleagues. No, I wasn't Uh, saying that. (laughs) But anyway. The last, well, I I watch your show on a semi-regular basis. The last time we actually spoke is quite a while ago. Yeah, must have been. Early COVID. It was kind of like when COVID just hit. Oh, was it pre, was it before or after the uh, 15 days to slow the spread? It was at the beginning of the 15 days to slow the school. Okay, nice, man. Well, I appreciate you calling back after all yeah, this time. Yeah. So it wasn't, it's not like I'm, you're not my favorite. It's just that I just don't remember you because it's been a couple of years. Hey. You, hey. Your voice does sound somewhat familiar, though. Are you on regular phone or speakerphone or Bluetooth? I'm on regular phone. Okay, cool. Go ahead. All right. Well, I told you, Russ, 
screen, uh, your caller screen guy there that I, I wanted to call to talk to you about Trump running in 2024. But, uh, being that you're on this, uh, run about, uh, female politicians, I figure maybe, uh, we can, uh, you know, touch on that a little bit. Right? Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I'd like to pick your brain about this a little bit because this is something I struggle with a bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, you watch what's going on and everything, and uh, obviously this Pandora's box has been opened long ago with allowing uh, women into politics, yeah. and it seems like it's going to be really hard to close that box. And so right. I can't help but think to myself, like, thank God I'm calling from Florida, where we got the best governor in the uh, country. I think you know, I agree. Yeah, I think I agree um, with you. Ron DeSantis? Best governor in but the country. I, That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the guy's amazing. But I think if I'm in one of these other states, like say, like um, there's some other women in uh, politics, like uh, for example, Marjorie Taylor Greene, yeah, or Lauren Boebert, you yeah. know, uh, women who seem to uh, be very much uh, uh, speaking to uh, Christian conservative values and. and uh, Standing up for that more so than a lot of the uh, Rhino Republican men are. Yeah. Now, like, if you're in one of their districts and you've got the choice for voting for one of them or another Rhino Republican male or a demon rat, Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you do? You're kind of backed into a corner where it's like, well, I guess I got to vote for the woman who's kind of speaking more to, uh, you know, the truth, right? Yeah, my knee-jerk reaction, if I have any knee-jerk about it, is to, well, it is a knee-jerk reaction, in a, in a figure of speech, is to go ahead and vote for Lauren Boebert or Marjorie Greene, the Queen, because, although I'm less, I'm much less of a fan of Lauren Boebert than Marjorie Greene. <laughs> Right. But, but, you know, I'm, but, I'm just trying to think the ones that are yeah, kind of yeah. out there. Like, you I know. Would, I th- my knee-jerk reaction, and it may be wrong, I'm not saying I'm right, is to go ahead and vote for them because they're standing for the, the proper values, even though they shouldn't. I, I much prefer women not be in politics. And then we just keep on. It's not that I want to close Pandora's box because I'm not God and I'm not, I'm not the majority of the American people necessarily. Or whatever it takes, right? I'm not the boss of the world necessarily at this point, but Pandora's box, meaning like women voting and being all involved in politics and all that stuff, wearing their pretty little heads, but telling the truth about it can help like bring some light and you bring some light and then God shows you how to do it because saying repeal the 19th Amendment, okay, that's, I suppose it's a nice thing to say, repeal the women's so-called right to vote. Um, it's a nice thing to say, maybe, but it's not necessarily what the, God's way of, of solving things, which is just, here's where we are, let's tell the truth about it, at least. I just feel like we're so far gone. I mean, there's no way we could, uh, at least in our lifetimes, we're never going to see the vote taken away from women. I know and that's you, what I, that's why I'm saying. Like that's not that should not be our goal. Our goal should be to bring light into the world on the matter. Right. right. All we all our role is to is to do is to bring light on. If the, bringing light on the matter is to say this was a bad idea, look at the results. Then that's fine. 
And right, right. I don't know if it's right or wrong to go ahead and vote for the woman who's uh, trying to be for what's right. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It probably depends on the situation. Maybe you just don't vote and say, oh, I didn't vote. Or say you didn't vote, but go ahead and vote, sneak and vote for them. Because the vote is anonymous. <laughs> well, at the same time, like, if you think about it... Stay close like, to your phone. Oh, okay. Is that better? No, it's not. It's worse. You're muffled. How about this? That's better. Thank you. All right. Yeah, at the same time, I mean, we're in such a crazy position that I almost feel like uh, women can get away with uh, um, pushing Christian conservative values like uh, harder than men could, because men would be attacked for it so much hard because, like, you know, this whole liberal order that we have under is like it's almost harder to attack women now than it is men. You know, like you can right, but that's that's not a way by a man so easily. I say that's no way to think. That's no way to. No, it's no reason to justify uh, running a woman instead of a man. A man should be running. It's so much more powerful when a man, especially like a white man, a white Christian, rich, old boomer man just f- straight just flies in the face of everything that these people hate you know and, I uh, more. and like that's why trump was kind of perfect because he's literally like checks all the boxes of everything that they hate and it's not right. like oh we're running a women checkmate liberals what are you gonna do now and that's a fake right. thing because it's not you can't a woman, into their game. a woman or a black or whatever, they can exploit the different tools at their like cry racism. Go ahead and cry racism against the liberals <laughs> or cry sexism right. against them. But it's a fake idea ultimately. And it's more powerful when a man of authority who's has a who has who actually has business running the country is trying to run the country. Well, that brings me back to my initial question. Like, in your opinion. If you could see Trump running again in 2024, or DeSantis running in 2024, who would you think is the better bet for winning? Trump. You know, I would love nothing more than to see Trump be president again. I think he would do the best job. But with everything that's gone, who knows if they're going to prosecute him now, or, you know, falsely. They, they may. I saw a tweet from one of my uh, White History Month heroes and perhaps Men's History Month heroes. Oh, what's his name? Uh, there was a congressman, a former congressman, uh, Steve King, who said, uh, who said that they're going to um, go after Trump. Trump will be indicted. The charges will be brought in the District of Columbia. They know that a white man has no chance for a fair trial in D.C., which is very black, very anti-white, very degenerate, very swampy, let alone a Republican white man. So that's what Steve King says. I don't know if he's right about that, but he makes a fair point. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm saying, even if Trump survives this, um, do you think, like, that he... um, 
you know, the four years that he was in office and he's had so much mud swung at him and everything. Ste- speak up, man. You're, you're he coming might in. He lost of... some of his initial supporters. You know, do you think he might not get as many votes as he did the first time around or even the second time around? I have no idea. That's that's living in the imagination and in the future and trying to read people's minds. I have no idea. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's worth... Uh, you know, they... You're, you're treading into a mindset, perhaps, or you're going, you're going in towards a mindset, what you're saying, uh, that the establishment wants you to have, which is uh, he has too much baggage now. He has, there's, there's too many people who have turned against him, when I don't know how many people have actually turned against him. And a lot of those people who turn against them, sh- shame on them, honestly, most of them. Because they didn't do it based on thinking for themselves and and anything that he did wrong, you know? Yeah, a boy with no face is too many ifs, caller. Get out of your head. They want you in your head. They want you thinking, oh, you know, Trump just has too much baggage. He he alienates too many people. He's supposed to alienate people. I agree with the sentiment. It's just that, you know, and I know fear isn't a great thing either, but, like, I have fear of, like... Are we going to have a, a second Democrat presidency? We're going to have eight years of this? You know, like... You're talking about 2024? We may well. Yeah. Why have yeah, fear about that? It'll be devastating. No, I don't know if it will. I mean, it'll be devastating for who? You? You personally? Well, sure. All of us. You know what? You're not coming in clearly, man. You're you're talking... I don't know what you're doing with your phone. Or yeah. where you are. Yeah. I think it would be devastating to all of us. That look how no, bad man, you, two years. you're speaking fear and doubt and so-called devastation into your life that, that may not even be the case. More, you're more likely to get devastated uh, by, by holding on to doubt and putting too much uh, importance on this, uh, what happens with politics, that you're more likely to sabotage your own life in overreaction to what's going on in the world around you. You're supposed to be in the world but not of it, you know? You're supposed to be uh, oh. joyful and at peace in all things and see that's your way good, through. That's a good point. The, the people, a strong point. There are a lot of people who are suffering, and, they, and I s- speak about them a lot, and, they had, and it's a shame that, that they're suffering, but they kind of brought it on themselves. I hesitated to say it, but they really kind of brought it on themselves. Look at that. Look at these January 6thers. Um, it was a trap. Sure. And uh, some of them, by participating, and I don't fault them for participating and stuff like that, or leading and stuff like that. You know, Alex Jones, Nick Fuentes, those guys, good for them, and they knew that this was, they, they knew that the persecution might come. And they're being persecuted, and I don't necessarily fault them. But, you know, Ashley Babbitt, she had no business jumping through that window. She got herself killed. It's unjust how they killed her. And that guy should be, in my opinion, that guy should be charged. And this is is such a double standard with the Black Lives Matter and all that. But she got excited. I don't think she should have been killed, but she got excited and she died for it. A lot of people who were just there to hear the president speak, uh, you know, 
our facing consequences now who weren't even really part of the, you know, uh, you know, walking into the Capitol. Like they're looking for people who were just there. I know. You know, like, so it's a persecution. It's a persecution of the, of the, uh, the whites and the Christians and the Trump supporters, the American patriots. I know that, but my point is that there are smart ways to be that can, uh, you can kind of lay low and duck a lot of this unnecessary trouble rather than bring it on yourself. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a time now. I'm not saying, really I'm not saying to roll over and give up. I'm just saying that there's a smart way to be in your life. True. Yeah. yeah for sure, man. Yeah. So, uh, what would you think, uh, I was thinking the other day, if, if uh, you know, uh, God forbid that uh, Trump uh, is not eligible to run in 2024 again. And, uh, okay, so who's the next best guy, DeSantis? Even though, let me tell you, I prefer to have him here because I live in Florida. I want right. to uh, run in Florida. But uh, if that's what it came down to, I was thinking the other day, how great would a ticket be uh, DeSantis, VP, Larry Elder. Oh gosh, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> that you're playing, you're playing way too much in your imagination for my taste, man. Yeah, well, you know, hey, yeah, you, you can dream a little bit, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's kind of silly. Yeah, well, I'm you're, not, you're what right. has Larry Elder done? Like he hasn't, he didn't even win. For a governor, I I love Larry Elder. In, in I appreciate him. I know, but that's he hasn't run anything other than his own uh, show. What is he? Neither did Trump before he got there. Trump ran a lot. Trump ran his whole company. He did a whole lot of stuff for his dad before that. He's like made deals. He's uh, built many things and done business. Larry Elder has... He wasn't a politician, though. I just think we need somebody... I know, but he's, he's actually done right stuff. Place. I don't know about Larry Elder. I think that's like a... What are you bringing Larry Elder up for? <laughs> well, I was just uh, thinking, like, uh, you know, if DeSantis ran, who would be a good VP? And uh, Larry Elder came to mind, because I just think he's a straight guy. You know? There, like there are... Good. Yeah, he's, he's a lot better than... I can't think of anybody else better, but... I, but he was not the guy who I, I can't even imagine it. <laughs> like I would not, he's not somebody I would come up with for a good. This is like in. my, this is like my fantasy football player, right? You know, I'm really good. <laughs> I guess. Get out of your fantasies. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, I, Interesting I, I, call, though, man. It's good to hear from you. Happy Men's History Month to you. Hey, before you go, can I ask you one quick last thing? Real fast. All right, it's been a long time since we talked, so I, I don't know. Hey, whatever happened with Holly Hake? Oh, gosh. I should know what you <laughs> ask. Mind your own business, man. <laughs> oh, come on, man. A lot of what us do you were. Mean? Uh, I was, I don't know. I was hoping maybe, uh, you know. You see, uh, you're, you're, you're like a woman. What the heck? You're all in your imagination. Like, you're talking through a smile. You, What a mess. Uh, all right, well, but I nice, guess that answers Nice to hear question. from you. How old are you, Daryl? I'm 46. Oh, okay. Well, it's great to hear from you. What an honor. Take care, man. We'll talk again. All, all right. right. That sounds great.
Bye. Okay, before I get back to calls and other stuff, we are, we're even further past the top of the hour than we were yesterday or whenever it was that I did this. I am going to get to this white coat to resign over the N-word and more of the calls. But first, now is time for some music, guys. Christian music, that is. Christian music that I grew up on for my older brothers. Is he drunk? That's <laughs> Jacob34, yeah. Uh, DeGarmo and Key. I played some of their stuff yesterday. Boycott hell. And this track is from 1985. Commander Soso and the, Char- the Charge of the Light Brigade, or something like that. From Power Discs is the, uh, the record company. Destined to Win by DeGarmo and Key. Here it is.
You guys. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Steph Case's nice song, hey, makes me kind of emotional. That's right, so 80s, says uh, B. Suelto. Generic and corny, says Burning Orchids. <laughs> what a mess. People. It sounds like Perfect Strangers intro. I mean, it's better than vacuum cleaner sounds, <laughs> says uh, Jib Jab. Praise the Lord for softening Hake's musical heart, says John Frederick. Pretty funny, huh? Cover your ears, y'all, you musical Philistines. The lyrics are nice, says Agent Black. Putting in mute, says Marty. Marty wanted me to skip this, the music. <laughs> B-side to uh, Karate Kids, you're the best, <laughs> says Big Bone. Oh, man. DeGarmo and Key. They're white, I think. Excellent songs. Grammy nominated. Dove Awards. Dove is the Christian Music Awards, which means liberal. Whatever. Seesaw says about the caller uh, just before the uh, break. Caller is speaking through a smile. He likes the romance, Hake. I know. What a mess. Big Bump thought it was nice. Oh, let me read some Super Chats, guys. At least one Super Chat came through. Uh, Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. Animus gave a Super Chat on there. Stated, most females slash women. (laughs) W-H-I-E-N. Women. I know, I put the W-H in everything where it doesn't even belong. Are overtasked. With voting. That's why they fell for everything that makes them believe they seem smart and admirable. I think real women, <laughs> chuckling how he spells it, understand their shortcoming and have the strength to push forth men, even if they are beta. Yeah. True. You still, uh, you still, um, respect the man. I'm putting DeGarmo in key. D-E, capital G, A-R-M-O, and key, K-E-Y. Um, nice point, Animus. Nice point. A, a, true, a true lady will not disrespect a man just for being weak. You'll still respect him. She'll still respect him. Nice. Brandon M., <laughs> said Daryl asking the hard hitting questions. Yeah. Uh, with a super chat on Odyssey, O D Y S E E dot com slash at the Hake Report says this sounds like montage music to Pat Robertson walking around on a walker during the 700 Club. <laughs> Might have been. Shout out to DeGarmo and Key. I think they disbanded in 1997 or, or so. Lasted since, like, the 70s or 80s. They grew up together. Eddie DeGarmo and Dana Key. Dana is a man's name in this case. 
Malkuth X saying, press three if you're never going to search for DeGarmo and Key. You don't know the future. Very cool song, Hake. Felt real, says Super Dave. Thank you, man. <laughs> Luca Music. Pressed three. I see where you're coming from, man. All right, guys. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So let me get to Alex in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, before I cover this um, white coach who resigned over a word. It's ridiculous. Um, Alex in Oklahoma City. How are you doing, Alex? I'm doing fine. How, how is it going? It's going well. Oh, uh, good. I just have a question for you. And you're not a troll, right? Not a question. Uh, no, no. And, you, and this is your real accent. Right. Okay. Go ahead. I was just going to ask you, like, is it a sin to marry somebody outside of your race? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Thank you, man. Thank you for the question. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you read the Bible a lot, right? I have. I have read the Bible a lot. So does it say anything on the Bible about race? A little bit. Yeah, it does say um, don't follow other women's uh, false gods. Don't chase after these other women. Don't even intermarry with them sometimes. God said that to the Israelites. Uh, in some cases, they did do stuff like that. Like Moses. Moses in the Bible? He married, yeah. I think he, I thought that I heard that he married an Ethiopian woman. Moses. And some say that oh. Moses was black. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, he married a woman, maybe not, maybe not actually Ethiopian, but some other thing that was, maybe it's present day Ethiopia. And so he might have married a, it, that might have been an interracial thing. I don't know if, <clears throat> some do say that it is a sin. I don't think that I say that. It does seem off. does seem a little strange. Yeah. It's, it's understandable given this diversity stuff that was forced upon us. I get it. Like, you, you uh, get att attracted. JLP says, it's funny how people get attracted to their environment. You know, you've heard Joel Friday talking about being, uh, liking uh, Hispanic girls, and he's, he's mostly, like, black and white, I think. 30% white. Um, yeah, and also, like, uh, yeah. I mean, his, his Spanish are fine, you know? That's why maybe. <laughs> you mean pretty? By fine, you mean pretty? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, but you're Hispanic. So, How come, what do you mean, fine, fine to, like, it's fine morally to marry them or fine, like, pretty? You mean fine, like, pretty, right? Yeah, like, uh, pretty. Then like, why don't you marry a Hispanic? Like, you're a Hispanic, right? Yeah, but uh, black ladies are more finer, you know? More pretty air. More, more, wait, what did you say? I don't know if, if it's clean, repeat what you said. More what? Yeah, I mean like black ladies are more fine, more finer. Fine meaning physically attractive, pretty. Yeah. Like a fine woman <laughs> is what you're saying. That's right. what you mean by fine? Okay, just, just clarifying. You, th yeah, you think so? so? Uh, that's nice. Right now, uh, There are some that are very pretty. Okay, so that but prettiness is not the only issue. Yeah, right now I have a new girlfriend. Uh, she's black and she's 19. 
Well, Wait a minute. What happened to the now. What happened to the one who was threatening to to leave if you don't give her money? Because she kept on asking you to give your money, yeah. allegedly, according to you. Yeah, I told my mom, and uh, my mom <laughs> told me like to not chase her anymore. Like just leave her alone, and I just I just left her alone. You act like you're trolling me, man. This is like too. <laughs> What do you mean? And like she was older what woman, you, but, you know. Like I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into older women. This reminds me of the calls from. Uh, remember, your girlfriend would call in, pretending to be Earl. <laughs> but okay, so this is real. Your yeah. So right, you didn't take right my now, advice. Like my you took your mom's advice. Well, and you said yeah, because like. She, she was just asking me for money, for money, and so, like, you know, right. like, I keep giving her money, and, you know, like, I don't want to spend my money like that, and it was too much, like, you know. Do you agree with me on the stuff that I say on my show? Yeah, I do, yeah. How, oh, okay, but you've called in calling me racist before, right? Didn't you? Yeah, I mean, not you, well, yeah, like, I mean, most white people are racist, you know, like, we all know that, like, you know. Right, okay, so that you, you have no problem with the racism thing then. Yeah. But you, well, said, like, that, yeah, the, but you said that whites the are racist against blacks, blacks and Hispanics, and blacks and Hispanics need to stick together. But anyway. Right. Um, so, uh, so your question, you're Hispanic, meaning you're, uh, you're like brown-skinned, a little bit of white in you. You're light-skinned, or I forget if you're light-skinned Hispanic. Yeah, I am light-skinned. <laughs> okay, so you're a white Hispanic. So called, um, yeah. So and now, right. and you're with a black woman because black women are fine to you. And you're yeah, with I and like you found <laughs> is this mango tea? <laughs> uh, and so you dropped that one girl who kept on asking you for money and you kept on giving it to her. And then you your mother told you stop giving it to her, just drop her, leave her alone. And so what? You, weren't you living with her, or she was living with you? No, I was living uh, with her, but so you she left? also had a house. Like, she also lived with her family. Now she's with her family. Oh, okay. Yeah, but now like, I have a new girlfriend. She's 19. and uh, How old are black. you? How old are you? I'm 23. Oh, okay. And she's also but I don't black. like younger women. You don't like younger women? No. What about this girl makes you have an exception for that? You're supposed to be okay with a little bit younger. That's not that. Is that no, too like, young? Yeah, she's too young and she's skinny too. Like I don't like skinny and young. Okay. You know, younger lady. You like um, uh, full grown, and okay, I got you. I got you. I don't want to go too. Yeah, I like like uh, bigger. No, no, no. We understand. Woman. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Cut him off before he says anything. Um. So you. Th- so you're wondering there, if there's something wrong with it. You're asking if there's something wrong with you being with a. Uh, 19-year-old black older female? Woman? An no, older like, woman? Yeah, you, don't, like, you shouldn't want to be with an older woman. That's something weird about that. That's even... Why? Like, she was... My ex was, like, uh, 33. Oh, and you were 23, right? No, you're... You, yeah. You're better off with a 19-year-old, in, in my opinion, all things being equal, which things are... Ne- all things are never equal. But you're better off... But... No sex out of wedlock. Are you having... You're not doing that, are you? Well, like, uh, I spoke, like, for one week, and then I just fell back in. Oh, for one week you did, uh, no sex, and then 
you fell yeah. back into that. Oh man, that's yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the bigger concern than the interracial thing, man. You get the basics right. Don't don't you know that fornication is in the Bible, right? You ever heard of fornication? That means sex out of wedlock, I think. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, so, so then what are you what are you that. concerned about the interracial thing? Get first things first. The the uh, interracial thing. There are people. There are honest people on both sides. There are fine people on very very fine people on both sides. <laughs> I I don't know. Some people say it's a sin against your race, as if the race is God, right? I don't know if God cares that much. I know that it's not yeah. good to be pushing it on people, like they're trying to stamp out the whites, right? Breed them out of a uh, out of existence. Then we'll all be loving one another. Yeah, right. The non-whites, the anti-whites, do not love anybody. But, uh, well, like, yeah, don't worry about I'm the interracial anti-white. thing. Just, uh, like, flee from temptation. Yeah, but... Uh, you doing JLP's... I'm, I'm not anti-white. Oh, right, I know that. But anyway, you you doing JLP's silent prayer? Uh, no. Didn't I tell you about counseling? Private counseling? Yes, but sometimes I think, like, just is racist. That's why I didn't call in. But you just told me that you don't have any problem with racism. And you said that blacks should stick together with Hispanics. He loves Mexican yeah, but, people. But I think Jesse is a, a black su- uh, supremacy. That's why I don't... <laughs> that's, that's so not true. What the heck? What's wrong with black supremacy? <laughs> yeah, you know, the, you know the uh, Larry Ilder that was trying to run for government? Yeah. Uh, for governor? Yeah. In California. Right. Uh, he was a black supremacist too, so I don't like those kind of black people, you know. I have no idea what makes you be you think these people are so called black supremacists. Yeah, like they think like, they're white, you know, they act white and you know, they wanna be white, they act like Republicans, you know. Oh, but that doesn't make him a black supremacist, that makes him uh sensible. Well, like, they pretend, like, racism doesn't exist. They pretend police brutality doesn't exist. They pretend there is no such thing as systemic racism, you know? all this. But there is no, that's no pretense. They know that those things don't exist. Well, like, how about us uh, that are suffering from those things? You need to worry about yourself. Yeah, I need to worry about my, you know, my sex addiction. Oh, you not? Like yeah, you need to n- not even worry about it, but pay attention to yourself. Don't swallow your pride. Uh, e- even if you, you, what did you say about whether you're doing the silent prayer? If this. Oh, is I haven't done it. You have not. Oh well, look into it, yeah. man. Uh, does it help you with the like still having sex out of wedlock? I think it does help, uh, I mean, it's potentially, but that shouldn't be your goal with it, because you're not God that you should say, like, uh, you're using, you're using prayer to God to, like, uh, selfishly fix this vice that you want to overcome, you know? That's, that's based on ego, that's not gonna work that that way, you know? Like, uh, like, but do you, you're a Christian? Yes. Do you want to seek God? Yes, uh, yeah, sometimes should... I pray at, at night, you know? Yeah, then uh, do, it, do it every night and every morning. But my mom is a Christian, too. She never prays, and now she's dating a white lady, too. <laughs> oh, wait, she's a lesbian? You said your mom's uh, a white lady? 
In most cases, perhaps all cases, ill-advised, but uh, yeah. it's that's not that's not something you have to concern yourself with. Check check yourself on other things. You're already mixed. You're a product of uh, of Spaniards and Indians, aren't you? Yeah, I'm Mexican. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna mix even worse. But uh, well, I like how the black ladies talk. You know. <laughs> Nice. All right, man. Happy Men's History Month well, to you. Th- thank you, Hank. Uh, you have a good day, man. All right. You too. <laughs> Bye. Is he trolling me? <laughs> Hang up, please, says Super Dave. <laughs> Is he trolling me? I think she's a lesbian, says Fan of the Ladies. <sighs> this guy is a troll, says Sion. Is this Sion? Sion, you spell your name so many different ways and so many different, different names. I can't keep up. I guess that's what the translation is. I don't even know if that's a, the real or same Sion. But uh, thank you if you're real, and thank you if you're not real. Alex and OKC. Speaking of something that's not real, this and speaking of Oklahoma, hey, speaking of Oklahoma, this white coach resigned over a word. I was ranting a little bit about this yesterday. At the beginning and towards the end and in the middle. Commie Nonsense Network, CNN says, Oklahoma sewer, Sooners, Sewers, <laughs> yeah, they're turning into a sewer. Assistant coach Kale, with a C, C-A-L-E, whatever that is. What kind of name is that? A country name, I guess. Gundy, G-U-N-D-Y, resigns. College football, I assume. I don't have to assume. Oklahoma Sooners, it's college. Why? Doesn't it sound... At OU, right? Oklahoma University. After reading aloud a shameful and hurtful word, and he himself called it that. He lynched himself. What is wrong with the whites? Look at him. Much loved guy, I think, too. Oklahoma Sumer's assistant football coach, Kale Gundy, has resigned from the Big 12 school, whatever that is. After reading aloud a shameful and hurtful word during a film session. Last week, Gundy said one of his players was, quote-unquote, distracted, his word, I assume, during the film session. So the coach picked up the player's iPad. He's like, what is this? What is this? Inward, 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 inward. So the lyrics to the uh, N.I. blank, blank, A song. (laughs) You guys know that song? I'm 100% inward. Inward, 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 inward. I'm 200% inward. It's a great song. In my opinion, written by liberals, though. Doesn't say much. Hey, stop reading that D-Live first two comments. (laughs) Inward Towers. He did not disclose what the word was, though. So I'm speculating. Good riddance, says <laughs> Devin Grease. 
Yeah, honestly, if he's weak enough and dumb enough to resign, good riddance. But this is only hurting... <sighs> he doesn't represent all white people. But anyway, here's a quote from him, shared by Commie Nonsense Network yesterday, I think. One particular word that I should never, under any circumstance, have uttered was displayed on that screen. In the moment, I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. Is he lying? Is he trolling us? That's Oklahoma Sooners assistant football coach Cale Gundy was the quote from him. That was the quote from him. Apologizing for reading aloud a shameful and hurtful word. Give me a break. During a film session, resigned from his position, he said he tweeted a statement. A big, long, huge statement. I might even read it to you. It's, it's horrible, though. Two. This is not a man. He looks like a man, sort of. Look, I know he, to- he looks like a man, an American man, a little bit fat, but, you know, he's a, an assistant football coach. Might spend a lot of time on his feet, fit, in that sense. You just can't tell, because a lot of, you know, American Southern, Southerners are fat, and we got to work on that, but he was loved. Anyway, he said, quote, Or he stated, quote, what I said was not malicious. It was not even intentional. On his Twitter account on Sunday, he said he accepts accountability. Oh, yeah, that's what we need. White accountability for saying a shameful and hurtful word. Used to be that men were sensible and not overreacting to words their own or others is... But not so much anymore. Here's his, uh, his tweeted statement. He's tweeted, Sooner Nation, thank you. And he tweeted this screenshot of this whole multi-paragraph statement. Shall I read this disgraceful thing to you from Coach Gundy? Allegedly he wrote this for himself. I would assume so, but I don't know. I moved to, Dor- to Norman, that's Oklahoma, fresh out of high school in 1990. It feels like I never left. I have devoted nearly all my adult life to Oklahoma football. My children graduated from OU. So did my wife. For almost three decades, the university has been my home. These players have been my family. Black players, by the way, many of them, I would assume. Today, with great anguish, anguish, I announce my resignation. I apologize to those who are disappointed by this news. Uh, Yes, I'm very disappointed, and I accept your apology, sir. I owe it to the Sooner Nation (laughs) to be transparent about what led to this decision. Last week during a film session, I instructed my players to take notes. I noticed a player was distracted, picked up his iPad, and read aloud the words that were written on his screen. The words displayed had nothing to do with football. (laughs) One particular word that I should never, under any circumstance, have uttered was displayed on the screen. In the moment, I did not even realize what I was reading, and as soon as I did, I was horrified. I want to be very clear. The words I read aloud from the screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. Be quiet, man! Anyway, he goes on. The unfortunate reality is that someone in my position can cause harm without ever meaning to. What, are you being a woman? This is a football team, not a pansy team. 
Apparently that means the same thing nowadays. He, he goes on. In that circumstance, a man of character accepts accountability. Shut up, man! I'm not buying that! He goes on. I take responsibility for my mistake. I apologize. While considering this decision, I have been overwhelmed by the love and support of those who know me, my character, and my love for this program. I truly appreciate the support my players and coaches have shown. And I don't think any of the players cared about this, by the way. Um, I truly appreciate the support my players and coaches have shown. Their support, that support means more to me than I can express. It proves what I've always known about hashtag. <laughs> He's using a hashtag. Gen Xer. Is he Gen X or Boomer or whatever? I love G- Boomers, but I hate Gen X or Boomers. It's, it's a joke, guys. Calm down. Hashtag O-U-D-N-A. We are a family, so thank you. Nevertheless, I recognize it's a critical moment for Oklahoma football. Yeah, I know, and you're abandoning them. You're quitting. You're resigning like a... Anyway. This team, its coaches, players, administration, and fans do not deserve to be distracted by off-the-field matters while working to continue the tradition of excellence that makes me so proud to be a Sooner. It's not excellence to apologize over a word. I won't do the program I love the disservice of distracting from this mission. You just did. Effective immediately, I am stepping down. Naturally, I'll leave these sidelines heavy-hearted. I wonder if he really believes what he's saying. Coaching this football team has truly been my life's passion, but I leave confident that the team will continue to prosper, and I leave with tremendous love. That's not love, man. You're leaving out of fear, I think. for the Because oh, his fear is that it'll be a distraction. It's already a distraction. Who cares? For the University of Oklahoma and its athletics department. Sooner born, sooner bred, and so on. Boomer. What? What do you mean, boomer? <laughs> he actually ended his statement with boomer. And I love boomers. I think he's trying to just coax love out of me. So I have a... Oh, guess who's, who's replacing him? Ah, <laughs> uh, my goodness. As interim uh, wide receivers coach or whatever. According to Brent Venables, Brent Venables is the head football coach of OU, Oklahoma University. He rele- they released a statement. It's with sadness that I re- accept Coach Gundy's resignation. And this is how he really sounds, too. I'm kidding, but... I'm going to mockingly read his, in a, what I imagine his voice sounds like, his spirit anyway. He's dedicated more than half his life to Oklahoma football and has served our program and university well. We're thankful for that commitment. We also acknowledge that in stepping aside, he's placed the program and welfare of the student-athletes first. Yeah, right. Don't be a woman. Uh, in coaching and in life, we're all accountable for our actions and the resulting outcomes. The culture we're building in our program is based on mutual respect. If you had mutual respect, you would be like, it doesn't matter, man. You're fine. Stay here. Shut up. But there's no mutual respect. There's no respect for the whites. Our staff is here to help develop successful student-athletes, but also young men of character. Cowards. Anyway. Uh, As leaders of this program, it's essential that we hold ourselves to the highest standards as we model our players the type of men we want them to become. You don't know anything about men. (laughs) 
Anyway, but guess who's replacing him? <clears throat> oh, man, I'm losing my voice. LaDamian. <laughs> I'm, I'm profiling this. I'm racially profiling this name. LaDamian Washington. L apostrophe Damian Washington. He's being replaced with a black guy. And I'm sure I wish LaDamian Washington well. But LaDamian Washington. Get out of here. <laughs> Why are they replacing him with a black? I wonder. <sighs> Venables, says Beta Legs, is a... <coughs> I can't say that word out loud. Or I can, but I don't really want to. Um, I have Twitter replies from these, from people. Um, let me go ahead and pl plow through these Twitter replies. Uh, some guy, G says, Grown white men knew, grown white man knew full well how and that he should avoid reading the word. His whiteness shown through in a situation where he usually successfully suppressed it before. Black athletes don't have to take that anymore. This accountability should be a lesson to whites. Said this guy who looks light-skinned. I don't know who this G50P guy is, but he actually wrote that. And people think, oh, it's just Twitter, it's not real life. Yeah, it is. Dumb people actually think like that. Our family loves you, coach, says Monica Evers. The manner in which, these are just Twitter replies from just normal people, I assume, right? Whom Twitter has promoted theirs to be popular. Or Red anyway. The manner in which you led the program, led the room, and led the departure will continue to be a testament to these young men and the fans. That's not a good testament, Monica Evers. Mixed emotions will eventually settle. You've set the tenor for consistency and accountability for all heart sign. That's nice, but you're wrong, lady. Uh, blue check mark, liberal, black dude. There's more replies. For everybody confused in these replies, William Rich Jr. will. If he can't say the word he used in the apology, we know what he said. And in 2022, come on now. He's pretending that whites can't say the N-word or whatever he's speculating it says in 2022. Also, it's not hard for a grown man to read something, process it, and then not say the word. That's a choice. But I'm asleep. Yeah, you are, blue checkmark, black Twitter user will. Dumb liberal, William Rich Jr., you are asleep. Chris Ulrich replied to that guy. These are Twitter replies to this statement from, uh, I guess, Coach Gundy, who gave this groveling, cowardly, unmanly apology, right? After saying a word. Uh, you should read this from the players who played for him. Also, sources said that no player in the room was offended. It was just brought to the highest administration. They made sure he didn't come back. Every player loved him, and he shares a, a statement from a guy named Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, who's black, who's a blue check mark on Twitter. He calls himself Primetime, and you guys who know sports, I don't know sports, may be familiar with this guy. He's a player for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think that's pro football, right? Uh, this guy put out a statement, Coach Gundy is everything OU and any institution would want in a coach, teacher, mentor. 
He's caring, thoughtful, intelligent, tel- in- intelligent. What am I, Asian? Intelligent, smart. And shout out to the Asians. Smart, funny, experienced, philanthropic, humble, selfless, and selfless. If not for Coach Gundy, I would not have attended OU, survived at OU, stayed at OU, and succeeded in life after OU. Wow, that's a nice statement from uh, Joe Main, uh, Joe Main Mixon. Most importantly, Coach Gundy is not, and I repeat, is not a racist in any way, nor is he a racist bone in his body, mind, or soul. I grew up in the Bay Area and went to school, obviously, in Oklahoma. I know racists. (laughs) Be quiet, Joe Mixon. But anyway, he's saying something nice about this coach. I have witnessed both obvious and discreet forms of racism and known and detested even more actual racists. Coach Gundy is the farthest thing from this type of person. I spent every day for a thousand days I was at Norman with him and never saw anything that would lead anyone to believe this or think this. And blah, 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 blah. Joe Mixon, OU student-athlete, Cincinnati Bengals, NFL. Well, that's nice, Joe Mixon. And there are people, like, in the replies, dumb people in the replies to this guy, saying, one guy, K-Jock, K-Jock Baseball, he took a player's private property without permission. Yeah, like, you even know if this is guy's his personal iPad. And then read a private note out loud without permission to embarrass the player. Give me a break. What's not? This is football. You're supposed to... What's wrong with that? I'm stuttering over my words. If that is how he coaches, he should have been forced to resign just for that. Said some dumb guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. Twitter replies, Am I right? I heard that this guy reads at like a fourth grade level, so he didn't know. But anyway, um, writing for a racist coach. Somebody showed... I'm going to skip over some of the replies. Some guys called Hater Buck Nasty 21 replied to this Joe Mixon guy who's black, who hates racists and thinks that this coach is not racist. Here's Joe Mixon knocking out a girl. Let's look to him for behavioral guidelines and morality. And he shows a, a, like this gif of this perhaps like a white woman at a bar or a restaurant. Going at this guy, trying to shove him and choke him or whatever, and he takes a swing and knocks her out. He knocks her out hard. Um, and it's from 2014, going after some guy. Somebody, claim, somebody shares a screenshot from an article. Give me a break. Oh, knocked out a girl. It's, it's par for the course for football players, black football players, to not take kindly when women kind of get in their faces and just hurt them. It's quite common. Um, and this was 2014. And uh, why are you bringing that up? It has nothing to do with anything. It's just a guy grandstanding for, oh, never touch, lay a hand on a woman type stuff. Anyway, uh, w- women are getting violent with men and they're getting hit, getting the worst, bearing the brunt of it. But anyway, that's a side note. This guy, Kevin Wiley, shared a screenshot of an article, section of an article, said, Source said all the players in the room, including the players who, players who had the iPad, went to bat for Kale. They were not offended. They understood the context of what went down. However, the incident got elevated somehow to the administration. We're not clear how exactly it was elevated or who elevated it, but the administration got a hold of it. And we believe it was taken out of the football program's hands. Uh, who knows? Meddling... 
You know who I hate? <laughs> you know who I hate? <laughs> not supposed to hate. Hake. Hake, stop hating. <sighs> uh, oh my gosh. I'm running out of time. Um, sports journalists. Sports journalists. Bunch of dumb liberals. Let me play this clip 11 here. Just wrap this thing up. This is clip 11, guys. ESPN something something YouTube. Like college football YouTube. Oklahoma Sooners, Kale Gundy resigns. And so here's a news report. And they have this sports journalist, Rittenberg or something. Rittenberg. I prefer Rittenhouse to Rittenberg. Probably not a Christian. Two and a half minutes long. Okay, let's plow through this. Here's the report, if it is at all edifying to you. Listen to this mess. Big news in the Big 12, where Oklahoma assistant head coach Cale Gundy has resigned just weeks before the new season. After using unspecified offensive language during a film session last week, the 50-year-old Gundy, who quarterbacked the Sooners in the early 1990s and had been on staff for 23 years, said Sunday night that he read aloud a word that, quote, I should never, under any circumstance, have uttered, end of quote, Weak. on the screen of a player's iPad. The statement said, I want to be very clear. The words I read aloud from that screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. Gundy joined current head coach Brent Venables on Bob Stoops' original coaching staff in Norman back in 1999, helping the Sooners to all 14 of their Big 12 titles, plus the 2000 National Championship. Oklahoma led all of FBS with more than 500 yards per game and nearly seven yards per play with Gundy on the staff. Let's welcome Andy. He's a good coach. Football reporter and insider Adam Rittenberg. Adam, what's been the reaction within the OU program? Adam Rittenberg. Well, Matt, Coach Brent Venables not long ago issued a second statement about the Gundy situation, clarifying that he read a racially charged word aloud multiple times in a meeting. So it wasn't a situation where he picked up the iPad and just read what was on there and wasn't really paying attention. Did say this word multiple times. And, and Brent so Venables what? in the statement saying, Coach Gundy did the right thing by resigning. And as much as he's done for this program, you know, that incident does not reflect the values of what they want and the inclusive culture they want in their program. So it certainly adds an element to this story because the initial reaction from former players of Cal Gundy's, Bob Stoops and others, you know, was more on the idea that, that he maybe just slipped up in, in reading this uh, language off of the iPad. But now Brett Venable saying he read this multiple times, clearly maybe trying to make, make a point or, or what have you. And that ultimately led to his decision to, to resign, which Brett Venables accepted saying Cal Gundy did a lot for this program, but that incident does not reflect who we are going forward. Forward. Well, some good context there. That's you for you sure. mentioned Bob Stoops. He, he served under Bob Stoops, Lincoln Riley. He was there with Brent Venables uh, for a little while Was he while he was the head coach. He's one of those bridge coaches that you see throughout college football, a program unifier. And now he's gone. So much for that inclusive culture, right? So dumb. Inclusive culture means let's exclude the whites who talk a little too freely at times. Say... Supposedly, the N-word, maybe, is what people are thinking. <laughs> they won't even say. ESPN only hires uh, weak, betraying what's right in favor of what's evil, so-called white men. 
Yeah, and that uh, Rittenberg guy doesn't seem like a Christian to me. That's sports journalist for you. And that's a coward head coach, too. Bunch of evil. And who knows, maybe it's some other reason. But they're just put, they're just uh, extending the anti-white, anti-man, anti-freedom of speech, anti-just manly thinking. Take it like a man. Culture. Cowardice. Pathetic. Freedom of the press means freedom of, the, of we the people to be on social media. <laughs> That's real freedom of the press. But now we have the, these commie capitalists. Commie capitalist corporations with no love and no truth to them. Uh, spreading evil and pretending that this is justified. Divide and conquer and useful idiot suckers are falling for it. Useful idiot suckers. Anyway, guys, this has been the Hake Report. I appreciate it. Thanks for joining. Make sure you catch the Bond Archive Sunday service premiere on Bond YouTube channel. If you go to the Bond YouTube channel or rebuildingtheman.com slash church, you can, even iPhone users can join the uh, live chat. By going there, there's a link and it'll take you out of the app because inside of the app, the iOS people, the Apple people, greedy Apple people, wanted to charge 30% on top of it. So so the YouTube people removed the join button from the iOS app, the Apple users app. That's what's going on. That's, that's what I heard, at least on Reddit. I don't know. It was Reddit fake news. They're liberals. So anyway, you can join there. You don't need to be part of the snake pit anyway. It's distracting. The live chat is distracting, honestly, from Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church for that. Thanks, guys, and take care.